0: Hello and welcome to the Home Run on Wheels podcast. It's Ron Clements here with my wife, Patty, and a couple of special guests on the Home Run on Wheels podcast as we raise awareness of the needs of children in the foster system our partnership with Children's Hope Alliance. Joining us today are Steve Malia and Mary Beth Longona. Did I pronounce that correctly?
1: Uh, Mine was correct.
0: (laughs) Mine was really close. (laughs) (laughs) Melia. Melia. Sorry, Steve. (laughs) That's cool. But so uh, um, Steve and I got connected through a high school classmate of mine named Kevin Cattermas. You guys were involved in Legal Shield together, correct?
2: True, yeah, absolutely. I've known uh, Kevin and Melissa for years, seems like. So, Melissa's yeah. Kevin's wife, in case yeah. you guys didn't figure that out.
0: Uh, but, so seven years ago, Steve, you did something um, that not the average baseball fan even thinks of doing, much less does. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I did I um I I sort of there was a reality show on the Yankees network the YES network for uh, like three seasons it was called the ultimate um the ultimate fan or the ultimate uh, I guess the ultimate fan and the Yankees would pay for four fans to go to every game and then just sort of interview them on what it was like and. The second year, they sort of did it as more of a reality show where they had to win something to go to the game. So it was really just four fans that did it. And I never saw the show because I only had the um, the baseball package, so I would only see the commercials for the show during the game. (laughs) So I never watched the show, but I got the idea. And I thought, man, I could do something like that. I know people. I travel a lot. And I just had the idea for years, and I tried to get people to come with me. And I couldn't get anybody that was crazy enough to come with me and so i talked one other uh comedian into it it was and i had just turned 40 and he was 25 so i kid that it was my midlife crisis tour (laughs) and it was great it was great and so seven years later we're back in action
0: going to all 162 yankees games and uh you you have your own podcast we're, we're doing a podcast crossover thing. It, it's like Law & Order SVU on <laughs> Chicago Fire. Yeah, <laughs> we're coming
2: <laughs> together. <laughs> no, it's very it's hanging out with you guys, even just for the first few minutes. It's very surreal because we know that you guys are experiencing the, the same kind of things in a little bit of a different way. Mm-hmm. And then you read this quote, which was also very um, serendipitous. Our similarities are different, right? Yeah, that's, <laughs> da- that's very, <laughs> Dale Vera, Yogi Vera's <laughs>
0: son, when he was playing for the Pirates. Uh, so... Patty and I were talking last night on how we're probably going to forty, maybe fifty games tops uh, this year. How how are you guys able to go to all one hundred sixty two games? I, I I I just can't even fathom it.
1: <laughs> it's it's a lot of baseball. <laughs> it's a lot of fun though. It's it's definitely it's a grind. I mean. But it gives us, I think, a reality check as to what the players go through. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's it's so surreal. It's every day, you know, and, and we're doing the podcast along with it, and we're raising money for charity along with it. And then just the fact that we're up every day, and then you, you have to stop your work day or like the players go through their their practice, and, and now you actually go to the game. And it just it blows my mind going to all these games and seeing what we're going through, what they go through. <laughs> it's yeah. not Especially
2: these guys. Every year for like Say eight months They're Mm -hmm. away from their families They can't discipline Their kids the right way They're not driving Their kids to school Every day And the guys For the most part are, Are gone for eight months and, you know, and doing laundry, which day, you know, what day this week we're going to do laundry. Let's do it Wednesday, you know. And we tell our families coming
1: into it, we're like, okay, during baseball season, nobody's allowed to get married and nobody's allowed to die. (laughs) Like, there aren't any days off for weddings, funerals, or anything else for that matter. So, again, and you just think of the players, like, they are giving up their entire lives for for what they're doing in that time span. Patty
0: and I are even taking a break uh, next month. For a weekend, we are flying from Toronto to St. Louis for a wedding. It's funny you mention <laughs> wedding because we actually have to go to a wedding next month. Uh, our friends Greg and Emily are getting married.
1: Ah, oh, sweet. <laughs> uh,
0: but so, um, you, know, you talk about the players, but it, for, for me as a reporter, I think about the, the guys who are on the beat. Yeah. They're going to all 162 games. And that is why, As coming from in, being an NFL reporter, I'm just like... It's easy. There's one game a week <laughs> and a bye week. <laughs> so, <laughs> so
3: you're saying you had it easy for a long time and c- now you have compared to Compared to Major League Baseball player,
0: <laughs> uh, uh, c- compared to guys on the Major League Baseball beat, totally had it easy <laughs> because um, now you're still at the team facility just about every day, but you're there watching practice. You know, there might be one or two newsworthy nuggets that come out of there. Uh, I will say this, the NFL season is pretty much year round. Uh, the draft is today, mm-hmm. or it's Thursday. And uh, what is your NFL allegiance?
2: Uh, I'm a Jets fan, and she's an Eagles fan.
0: <laughs> oh, we were just in Philadelphia. We And uh, the Super Bowl champion giant uh, <laughs> canvas, sign, board, whatever you want to call it, is draped right there on Lincoln Financial Field all right. for all to see.
3: There's also a piece of art in the art museum that is there because of a bet over the eagles winning.
0: Wow. Really? Yeah, yeah, there is this so uh cool. portrait um of this woman that is quote unquote on loan from the Art Museum in Boston because the the Mayor of Philadelphia want to bet that this piece of art would come to the Philadelphia Art Museum.
1: How oh, fine.
0: Um and for 3 months. So so <laughs> they, they have it for 3 months. I don't know when that 3 months ends cuz I don't I don't remember seeing dates on that thing. I'm not sure. But
1: but I love that as you guys are doing the whole tour and everything, you're able to really take in the city and and experience.
0: Yeah, it's part of the. It's uh, that is part of the whole experience and why we're we're like when we select a city or a a stadium, rather, we uh, we're not going to all three or four games in a series. We're just we'll go to one. Now when the Brewers and Cardinals are playing because I'm a Brewers fan Patty's a, a Cardinals fan when they're playing we might go to more games Like I think when we're in Cincinnati the Cardinals are there for like three, a three game series we'll probably go to two of those games mm-hmm. um, just because you know it's, it's our teams but it's your team
2: with what you're doing? <laughs> right. yeah. All those games are your team. Yeah, it seems like you guys have a lot more freedom than us to do other stuff. Because I was looking at all your pictures on Facebook in Philadelphia. I'm like, man, that stuff looks so much fun. But um, but when you're doing it every day, it's like we're so tired. You know, and one of the things about about doing all 162 is we, you know, we're committed to not miss a game. And if we miss a game, it's over. You know, we don't know what uh-huh. we do. But,
3: right.
2: but don't get sick. Yeah, and and, um, <laughs> and so one of my tricks, if it's a trick, is to fly out first flight of the day reason being that at least the airplane is in station so it doesn't have to wait for another flight to come in to then go out so at least you're first out of the delays if there's a delay so a lot of times we're up so far on the trip 3:30 in the morning you know to catch a six o'clock flight and then you get back to the Bronx and it's like 11 in the morning and you're exhausted and then you sleep the whole day and it's like get up for the game right and it's stuff bright. so you ever fall
3: asleep during the game come on yeah, tell
2: us uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I think we found out
3: who the guilty one is Mary Beth
2: is pointing to herself right now there was this really weird situation a couple weeks ago where this dude falls asleep he passed out actually in the section next to us and they start taking french fries, his buddy start taking french fries and they put it on his head <laughs> and then they make a yankee symbol on his back oh, wow. and the more they do it the more people come around security comes over and they're just taking pictures. Of we thought security Colorado's was going to make
1: them like shut it down because there's so many people interested. Yeah.
2: And before you know it, so, you know one guy puts a beer can then they put a bottle and they've got a tower like three feet high of stuff on his head. This wow. dude didn't move at all? <laughs> no.
1: No, he was passed out. Wow. <laughs> it was like I, nothing I've ever Yeah, seen.
2: and I'm always like an old school like pay attention to the game. But it was so funny, like, everybody was watching <laughs> it. And so the very next day, she did it. And just as a joke, I put my glove and then a beer on top of her head and took a picture. We
1: were so exhausted. And it that was like great. the first day that there was a little bit of sun out. And, you know, just being tired and then the sun right on your face. I, it was maybe 15 minutes tops that I just kind of pulled the ball cap over my face and just passed out. You <laughs> <I could laughs> tried to course. hide it a
2: little bit, huh? Well, of course guys know, b- baseball can be super boring. I mean, you get these At like, times, yeah. Yeah, yeah especially with, for you guys like like I really can't imagine not knowing the team very well and, and going to to watch like a Marlins, you know, whatever Rays game. Yeah. And and that would that would be harder for me, I
1: don't know. I love what we're doing, but if it wasn't the Yankees, like if it was watching other teams, <laughs> it would be hard. We do explore and talk to other people while we're there so yeah
0: because you know part of what we're doing is stadium reviews so sure. we want to we're, we're roaming around the stadium and you know spreading the message of what we're doing with our with children's Hope Alliance and yeah. raising awareness of the needs of kids and the
1: nice. foster
0: system and so I, I wanted to ask you because like when we first started this thing and we're telling people what we're doing pretty much the universal response has been wow that's so cool. What has their response been for you guys, especially, Steve, seven years ago when you first decided to do it? Was it that's so cool or
2: what are you, crazy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think more <laughs> <of> the
1: latter. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I think the, the real hardcore baseball fans are like, that's pretty cool. Like people are like, yeah, I'd like to do that. But most people are like, oh, you're crazy. And it really is crazy. Like, we rented out our house for a whole year because our HOA place wouldn't let us rent it out for six months. So, we don't even have a place to go back to in October. Um, And then we literally had to sell a lot of our stuff just because when you start weighing, do we keep it or sell it or put it in storage? And and so, literally, for the month before. We went through the same things. And it's like a lifestyle change. It is. But um, I'm all for downsizing rather than getting more stuff, though, at this point in my life, you know.
3: Yeah, we feel like we're going to hopefully downsize more and more as we go through the trip.
2: Although Start we've been shedding co- things, we've been collecting souvenir baseball cups <laughs> from stadiums. You guys are going to need a storage unit for all the <laughs> stuff you're collecting. Yeah, I know, right?
3: Well, we we're, our main collectible is pins. Oh yeah. So lapel
0: those pins. will take a That's lot of good. room. Yeah, we're trying to get a, a lapel pin from every stadium. Oh, nice. very cool. And then we'll probably put that on some kind of like you know uh, shadow box or something, you know. Uh, is there anything you guys are trying to collect from, from, from maybe each new stadium or something? I'm so
2: cheap. I'm like, they're not <laughs> buying, we're not buying
1: anything here. <laughs> you know, we did recently get a copy of um, the book, um, A Yankee Fan's Bucket List. Hmm. Mark Feinstein. Yeah, Mark
2: Feinstein. Feinstein. Yep. He's a reporter um, for years for the Daily News, now for, I think, MLB.
1: And it's like this cool book of, like, different things you should do in the Bronx, different things you should do at different stadiums, just within... Uh, the stadiums that the Yankees would normally go to or play and and so reading that has been kind of an inspiration to do a little more of what you guys are doing, uh, of investigating the city a little bit and checking out different things and making it a point to do those things.
2: And trying to always remember to enjoy it because, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm like the worst when I'm like so focused on we got to be there in time, we've got our tickets, we got all this, that you're doing this for fun. I mean, what, what are you stressing yourself out about? So I constantly remind myself of that.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming you have season tickets at Yankee Stadium.
2: Nope, not at all. No really so no this year i did a little bit different than last time they have a special like a mastercard weekend where you can buy if you have a mastercard you get a bit like half deal. price or something like yeah, that yeah right? and so we bought like literally every game outside of the premium game just like red Sox, mets so we probably bought like 60 65 tickets all over all cheap seats cheapest ones you can get every night and then um and then we move around. We like to move we like to sit somewhere different every night. Mm-hmm. So that makes sense. of course. Yeah, you get to know the ushers and different strategies, but we definitely <laughs> try you know, unless we have a really good seat we're jumping around all the time. what have you learned from seven years ago to this year? Um I don't know if I learned anything. I learned <laughs> that writing books are expensive and you're gonna go rope writing books. So I have actually wrote 162, and I wrote a... Uh, my second book was called The Last 42, where I went to Mariano Rivera's last 42 games of his career. And um, and that's really more of, like, a novelty item. Like, that hasn't sold as much as this one and stuff like that. But um, I'm really good with, like, getting tickets and scalpers and all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm, you know... I, I, I feel like um, I never paid for parking all my time in New York, and it's, like, about 40 bucks a night. Wow. So I guess I really learned how to be... Uh, economical. What do you think I've learned? You, you're, you hang out with me. I don't know. Do you have an answer?
1: That's a really good question. No, from, I mean, everything you're saying. He's he's very frugal. Very frugal. I think
2: we've established that. <laughs> and she's not. And she's not. So, so it's, it's, it's like. She's thing. like, it's,
0: it's cold up here in section 300. <laughs> Can we get the sweet next? <laughs>
2: uh, no, she just wants soup. I'm like, soup. <laughs> <laughs> soup. You had a chance to eat before. You knew what time you're <laughs> Now, are you allowed
3: to bring food into Yankee Stadium? Yeah,
2: you can. Yeah, you can. She uh, I I can bring yeah. a
3: thermos of soup next time. I <laughs> <laughs> was <are> you on.
2: <laughs> I, don't I don't know you liquids.
3: Sorry, I couldn't. Remember. No, I appreciate
0: that. I'm going to remind her that later. <laughs> 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 so, you. You've written the books, uh, 162, The Almost Epic Journey of a Yankee Superfan. That, that was the books from seven years ago. You mentioned the last 42. Um, the Your previous two Yankee strips were pretty much for yourself. Mm-hmm. This go-around, you're actually raising money for charity. Can you uh, talk about how that works and, 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 and what exactly it is you're doing? Sure, why don't you go?
1: Sure. It's super cool, super fun. So we basically decided, um, the Yankees are really geared up to hit a lot of home runs this year um, between Judge and Dee, Dee and Sanchez and now having Stanton on the team. Um, so we thought, what cooler than finding some way to really play on that? So we set it up that people can pledge anywhere from fifty cents to five dollars per a home run that the Yankees hit. And we picked four different charities, four different organizations that the money's divided evenly between. So all of our expenses and everything of that sort is all on us. All the money that we raise, 100% of it goes to the four charities. So we have Ed Randall's Fans for the Cure, which is for helping uh, prostate cancer and raise awareness for it. Um, we have Memorial Salone Kettering Cancer Center in New York, um, where we're going to focus on the children's cancer um, sector of that. Um, we're also working with the Fallen Firefighters Foundation, and steve's family comes from family of firefighters is kinda what brought that into the picture for us and and they're really cool they they help the families afterward and and you know they're going through a lot and they no longer have that supporter in the family and they're helping the children and of the families and so forth and then Steve and his business partner started an organization, what, seven years ago now? Yeah, almost 10 now. Almost 10 years ago um, called Work, Play, Love, and it's an orphanage that they had built in Guatemala. Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's, it's really cool, and then it's really cool for us, even when our team's not doing well. Like, you know, there's some bad games, too, but somebody hits a home run, and all of a sudden, it's, oh, well... We just raised money for the four charities, so it gives you that little bit of hype even when it normally wouldn't be. And right now, we're at almost a hundred dollars per home run, um, which equates to um, twenty
2: three oh. grand in pledges if they hit um, two hundred and fifty, which is what Vegas has them at hitting about two hundred and fifty this year, which is a record for them. Okay, it's um, great, but it's great. We raised three hundred and seventy last night with four home runs, so you cool. know we're we're getting a little bit of momentum. And um, and I think it's I think the biggest challenge for us is is staying focused on that. Going all the games, doing the podcast, and I run another business too, and so I think so we I think we if anything um, we can get a little scattered with all the different things that we're doing, but but it's I just keep reminding myself it's for a good cause. Do the best you can. Keep spreading the word, that kind of stuff. And
0: that's where you guys can definitely relate to what we're doing too. Not I mean, not just with the charity uh, causes because we're uh, you know working with Children's Hope Alliance, but Patty is working a full time job you guys are working full-time jobs and this is almost like another full-time job
2: it is it really is <laughs> it's not almost like it is, another <laughs> it job. is another job. <laughs> even just going to the games i cut uh-huh. down a little bit of commute time from when i did it last time like we can literally if the game's at seven we can get away with leaving our apartment at 6 6, 6 15 6 30. Mm-hmm. you know and stuff like that but it's still it's it's work yeah <laughs> for sure okay. so
0: Stanton a little bit of a slow start this year. What was your take on when they signed Jean Stanton or uh, not signed him but I uh, uh, traded for him and how have you been frustrated or or, or or are you one of the people who think like all right it's gonna come and he hit that monster home run uh, Monday night.
2: I think you can tell how special something is to you by if you can remember exactly where you were when you heard the news. I remember exactly where I was. We're at an airport. I checked my phone. I'm like, you're not gonna believe this. And so I was super excited. And you know, it's a long season. I mean, look what Judge did last year. The first three months, I mean, he was um, crushed, and then for a month and a half, he couldn't hit anything. It's a long season, you know. And so I'm not really concerned at all. That lineup is stacked. I mean, it's, you know, even their new guys, Andujar is playing like crazy. Um, and, they, you know, they just brought up Torres. The rookie um, made his appearance, his first major league appearance last night. So it's very exciting, you know. Will Boston ever slow down? We'll see. You know, it's I just hope that, like uh, a- yeah, I just <laughs> hope that we have it. I hope that we don't do all this in, uh, we're 20 games out in August. Because <laughs> we might be like, you know what, I did it once, let's quit. Uh,
1: I think the other thing where Stanton's concerned too, he comes from Miami. And we can say firsthand, every game we've been to up until these past few have been freezing.
2: Oh, we, we can relate. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's hard to play like that. I mean, it's. Opening
1: tough. in Toronto and then our home games. I mean, our oh, f- home opener got snowed out. Um,. And then we had Detroit and Boston. Everything's been cold and rainy, and he's new to the team, and he's new to the weather conditions. And now that it's, it seems like, now that the sun's out and it's getting nicer, he's, it's coming around for sure. That's
3: definitely going to impact <laughs> you.
1: So you're... You sound very knowledgeable about all of this. (laughs) Don't give me too much credit.
3: (laughs) I was just going to ask.
2: Oh, don't ask a question. No, no, no. She can give the answer. She can.
3: (laughs) She can give the answer, and I would think she was right. So that's okay. I'm only kidding. And and that's my question, seriously, is how much have you learned? What did you know before? How much have you learned from this experience about baseball itself, et cetera?
1: That's a great question. So I was not into, I wouldn't say I was into baseball at all before Steve and I had met, which has been about. Four years now um, and go into different games. And, and I would say this um, to anybody that's in a relationship with somebody that's not that into the sport that they're into. One of the biggest things he did for me that really got me into it was every time we'd go to a game, he would point out the players that's so-and-so and tell me just a little piece of where they came from or what they bring to the team or something like that And to over push this on me but it would just make a conversation little bits and pieces at a time and over time it i really took to it and i got to the point i know every player and then i know all their positions and then i know where they came from or how they got brought up and over the course of that four years now i'm really into it I wouldn't say I'm necessarily into baseball because like we were saying earlier off the air, if you took me, you know, to a team that I wasn't into, I wouldn't be that into it. But I feel like I know the Yankees. Like at least the guys that are on the team now and it, it makes it super fun.
0: So through the first four weeks of the season, what's been each of y'all's biggest like highlight?
2: Um, I, I love going to Boston for the Yankees Fenway series even no matter what happens we lost the first game 14-1 but nobody leaves it's just people and then the next night there's the two brawls and even though it was cold and rainy you know it's just fun you know like I love that's that's been my highlight and then Detroit's kind of sucked I mean we were there for three days two games got rained out we almost didn't leave the hotel because it was so nasty out the whole time what about you?
1: I'd say mine was probably opening day so we usually don't get Really good seats, because um, we're on a budget, you know, we're <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of games, you kind of have to be. Um, this is
0: up in Toronto, right? Opening day? No,
1: our right? home opener. Oh, oh,
0: the home opener. Okay. Our
1: home opener was, originally, it didn't happen the mm-hmm. first day, um, and we wait until the last minute for to get a lot of tickets. So we get our tickets the next day, when it's now supposed to be, and we got these awesome, awesome seats in the champions section for a really decent price because it was cold and rainy and miserable and it wasn't the day it was supposed to be so not many people were there and you have the option to like go downstairs in this room and get free food and it's bar nice. exclusive to that section and all this but what made it so magical for me is we were so excited about our seats like I was glued to the seat in the rain <laughs> like <laughs> could have easily been in that bar watching nice and dry and I just I don't I've never sat that that close before and it was so exciting like just rain on us and everything just staring at the game mm-hmm. it was hot <laughs> <laughs> nice.
0: how do you go about buying uh, road game tickets what do you I mean do you wait till you get to the city or, or what do you do it's all
2: supply and demand you know, I've got. I'll, I'll even look at the attendance of the. You know, say the Red Sox were in a, a town the week before the Yankees are there. I'll check out a couple of the attendants just to see is it thirty thousand, is it forty five thousand, and then just sort of go to StubHub and see what the price. StubHub is a pretty good dictator of what the prices are going to be like there at the stadium. Yeah. If there's going to be extras and stuff like that, and a lot of times I'll just go and um, and scalp the tickets. But even the Fenway games, I don't think we were paying more than like twenty bucks a ticket, twenty five bucks a ticket, and stuff like that. I'm pretty good about just watching the flow. And I'll, I'll hit StubHub, you know, 10, 20 times a day throughout the day. Yeah, I kind of do the compare and
0: contrast with SeatGeek and StubHub and Vivid Seats. And then, of course, the, the official team website, too, because you just want to make sure you're getting the best deal. Because I'm kind of like you, Steve. I'm I'm a little frugal. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, the other thing that we're, we've gotten really great at is just reaching out to our contact base, people that we know professionally or just friends. And and just putting the feelers out there and just really asking right on social media hey if anybody's got any tickets to the Angel Series we'll sit with you and hang out with you and make you laugh and and whatever and um, and people do that so they'll be like hey I got the I got this game I got that game and so we've probably got about another 15 18 games where people have just given us tickets or have the Yankees given
0: you guys any kind of feedback?
2: They don't even take my calls. Really? <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh man.
2: I try there, uh, you know. That's the most common question we get. You guys probably get the same questions like every night as you're starting to move around. But one of them we get is, "Do the Yankees know what you're doing?" It's like, you know, you call there, and it's like, "Well, we don't really let people talk to our PR department." <laughs> And then they finally connected me after 20 minutes being on hold one day, and I'm, like, talking to a guy where they they deliver, like, their magazines, like their distribution center in Texas somewhere. And I'm like, seriously? So wow. the Yankees <laughs> technically do not know what we're doing. Huh. We Yet. Did, yeah. yeah. We, did have, we did have Brett Boone, Aaron Boone's brother, on our podcast last week. So okay. hopefully he'll put a, you know, a little plug right, in his Right, right, right. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, um, I was actually credentialed for the Nationals down in uh, spring training and the Phillies that, for spring training, but then they wouldn't credential me for the regular season games. And what we're trying to do getting kids to games, I actually, I, I literally had a conversation, a phone conversation with two guys, one from the Yankees PR and one from the Yankees Community Relations, about trying to get some kids to a Yankees game for Wednesday night's game. And, uh, basically i was told we already do a lot in the community and we don't have um, tickets to to give out essentially which i'm, I'm going to give them the, be- the benefit of the doubt because most of these games are, it, it's a it could be a tuesday night game and, and raining and it's going to be forty six thousand people there so uh, i'll kind of give the yankees the benefit <laughs> of the doubt because i do know there is high demand for yankees tickets okay. um so with what you guys are doing though with the charities and uh how can people get involved how can people pledge Uh, Where do they need to go for the 162 experience?
1: Our our website's best. It's the162crew.com. And there they can kind of see all the information, what we do with the podcast with the 162 experience, kind of our journey and what that looks like. Um, And then, of course, the pledging, um, the different charities. And and it goes into a lot more detail of what that is, why it is. And you can certainly make a pledge right there at the162crew.com.
0: And then what about uh social media
1: social media we're on facebook um our facebook page is the 162 crew slash 162 experience 162 experience is our podcast um and then we are the 162 crew on instagram you can follow steve he is 162 guy and <laughs> mine is MB has fun, <laughs> um, and we're both also on LinkedIn and Facebook and and Twitter. So we're definitely out there, <laughs> and, and all of our social media plugs are are on the website as well. The One Sixty Two Crew.
0: Awesome, Steve Melia, Mary Beth Longona. Thank you so much for coming on the Home Run on Wheels podcast. It was a pleasure.
2: Yeah, thanks for having us.
1: Thank you so much. Thank you. Come on. Yeah, yeah, Come on.